Hear the stories of men and women switching hustles and escaping the odds through entrepreneurship after prison. Not only will these stories inspire you, but also unlock business tips for financial freedom. Let's get it. Thank you all for tuning in to another dope episode of Escaping the Odds podcast. I am your host, Aaron Smith. Uh, you know, we interviewed the formerly incarcerated who are now successful entrepreneurs. I got my main man here with me. Louis the trainer out of Chicago, uh, founder, CEO, uh, personal fitness guru um, in the Chicago area. He owns a company called Fit Results. So we go jump into that, but also we want to get into his backstory as well. Like how you became the man he is today, you know, growing up on the south side of Chicago, adversities, but overcame them. So what's going on, bro? How you doing? And what's up, man? It's a pleasure uh, being here with you, man. Um, yeah, so I grew up in a little village, uh, southwest Chicago. Okay. And, uh, you know, like most, uh, some, you know, inner city neighborhoods, we, you know, we're surrounded by what we know, you know, gangbanging, drugs, yeah. and all the stuff that we should be walking away from. But in order to be cool, we have yeah. to fit in, you know what I mean? So sometimes, even though we don't want to, we just, we grow right into it. Yeah. And that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. It, it, it becomes part of our lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, that's what exactly. it is. Yeah. So... Because of that lifestyle that you was leading, you went to federal prison, correct? Yeah. And how much time did you spend there? So they gave me 10 years. Okay. So I've done, what, like eight and a half, nine years. All right. So, so what was that experience like initially going into the system? You had never really did time before. I know you had some run-ins with the law, but actually sitting in them cells for eight and a half years, how was, how, what was that whole experience like? Um, it, was, uh, it, it, was, it was very different because I was, I was usually in and out of Cook County. Yeah. And fighting cases and just to get that get out mm -hmm. you just take whatever they offer you right they offer you probation all right cool i'll take it mm -hmm. uh probation on top of probation all right cool i'll take it uh are you a user yeah i'm a user yeah, exactly. just to get out so mm -hmm. you know so you just taking anything that they give you just to mm -hmm. get right back on the streets um and in the long run it, it took a big effect because all of that looked like i was like this habitual right exactly yeah. you know so I had never done any state time, okay. um, and this time around, I got caught red-handed, okay. and, uh, and they, they threw the time piece at me. Yeah, so when the feds come involved, it's, it's normally, you're going to do the time, just how much you're going to do. Yeah, 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 exactly. It was just, you know, you, you listen to all the, the jailhouse attorneys, they, they yeah. talk like, dude, just take that best offer, man. If you get under, under 20 years, just go, man, run with it. Right. But that's, you know, 20 years, you're just right. thinking like, damn, like, I didn't kill anybody, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. So, and it's a hard pill to swallow mm -hmm. when you have to give up that much, you know, that much of your life. Yeah, it, it's a saying in the feds when I first got in there, like, if you got 10, you win. <laughs> and that's crazy, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I got 12 years on my first bit, did nine and a half. So uh, I definitely can understand and relate to that, that whole transition. Yeah. Um, but speaking of transition, once you got in there, like, was it right away where you was like, man, I got to switch hustles and do something differently? Or was it still kind of like you teeter-tottering, I can kind of, take my chance with it again when I get out. So what was your mindset with that? Um, to be honest with you, the, the, the one time that I went down was a uh, state boot camp. Okay. And I was pretty much already done, but uh, you know, just knowing the, the you know, n knowing the right people, mm -hmm. which could be the, or the wrong people. people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, and still being connected with yeah. the guys in the neighborhood, uh, you know, uh, I got sucked right in, mm -hmm. even though I had said that, that was it. Um, so I tried to do it for a year, I said, I'm gonna do this for a year and get right back out, so I got popped off. But uh, it took at least about a good two and a half years mm. to really just like back off away from the guys. You know, you know how the feds is, yeah. so you're, 
is really like Midwest or yeah, yeah. the closer you are to home. You mean while you were incarcerated, right? Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So the closer you are to home, the harder it is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Further away, it's like just the Midwest. Easy, right? Exactly. Right. Together. You're not around everybody. Right. Else, you know, it's different mentality. Yeah. So it was it was a decision that I had to make, either staying up late. Mm-hmm. Watching TV, playing spades, yeah. being asleep all all day, right. uh, and that was a change that I had to do. Mm-hmm. Get away from the guys, get away from all the nonsense. Yeah. And you know whatever little programs that they had, I took it. Yeah. So uh, it, that was just the one thing that I you know I, yeah. I started putting in my mind that I had to do. For sure, uh, man. I was a, I worked out crazy when I was in there. Like I probably worked two days a week, easy. Three, I mean two days a two times a day. I'm sorry. Um, probably about two and a half hours a day, you know, going crazy, you know, and then that's all you really got. Yeah. So you and that looking like an action figure, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so was that the uh, the inspiration for Fit Result? Like while you were in there, were you like, man, when I get out, I'm gonna teach some classes? Cause you could do that in there. You know, I'm not sure yeah. if you was working a record or not doing teaching the classes, but that was like, was that on your mind to get out and do Fit Result? Uh, to be honest with you, it wasn't. Okay. I, I, was, I was on my hustle, I, was, I used to run the law library. Okay. I was, you know, I was, I was doing stuff on the inside that, yeah. you know, just like a- anybody else trying to survive. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, at that at that point, once four or five years pass, there's no more money coming in. Yeah, everybody sure. forgets about you. Yeah. So I had to do what I had to do. Yeah. But I got every certification that I could uh, in case if one thing didn't work, the other one did. Okay. And, uh, but when I came home, I'd done something totally different. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I had, I had a construction background before going away. Okay. So I learned to, you know, do construction, carpentry mm-hmm. work. Um, I took uh, rem- uh, different type of uh, programs for like b- lead abatement and yeah. all mm-hmm. that type of stuff for uh, home improvement. Yeah. Uh, when I came home, I couldn't find no work, mm-hmm. none, none whatsoever, right. regardless of how much experience I had. Um, and and it was something when I when I when I hit the streets, I had to realize, okay, what was it that I really like? Because mm-hmm. my mind was already starting to wonder, like, okay. Yeah. Am I gonna have to jump back in, or what yeah. am I gonna do? For that one year again. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. So I, I knew that was out of the picture, but the thoughts come yeah. come back, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, what was what was the one thing that kept me sane while I was yeah. away? It was working out. A stress so reliever. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I gave it a try. Yeah, and so giving it a try, what what did that look like for you? Um, I know it was a really humble beginnings. Like, you got two gems. Everybody, you got two gems right now. Uh, one in the downtown area, not too far where we're recording right now, yeah. and that's 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 big within itself, you know, um, just to kind of come from where we come from. But initially, you started off real humbler than that, so kind of talk about that. Yeah, so uh, I had to uh, I had to get a job at a corporate gym. Okay. Um, some dude in the halfway house told me he had a hookup. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, cool. So hook me up. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> uh, I went in there. It took months for me to get in. Okay. Uh, you know, for whatever reasons it is, mm-hmm. right? But uh, I finally get in, the little small talk, you know, convict, you know, yeah. uh, you know, we, we got a trainer that's been locked up before, he got a criminal record and mm-hmm. you know, all the little small talk, which right. I, didn't, I didn't care about. Just the thing that I didn't like was the sales. I've never had a job that I had to do sales. Okay. Um, I, had, I hate somebody standing over my head and telling me like, oh, you gotta do this, you gotta yeah. do that. Um, and the other thing was the favoritism. Mm-hmm. Until one point you're supposed to give them two weeks two-week notice that you're going to quit, and I quit on the day. Mm. I was just like, I'm done. Right, yeah. Um, so, grab my clients, bounce. Whoever uh, wanted yeah. to go with me was going to roll with me. Right, yeah. And uh, I started buying uh, big ropes, jump ropes, okay. kettlebells, and I just 
you know, I treated like a dope spot. I just, you, go, I, yeah. I just, you know, opened up shop in the park. Yeah, yeah. And it was over with from there. So was it hard since you had a, a issue initially with sales? Was that a problem getting? Because when you're at this corporate gym, they're coming to you for the most part. Yeah. But now when you're out on your own, you're in this gym, like, man, who's this cat doing these workouts in this park? Was it, was it an easy sale for you to kind of go out and get people? Or what was that process looking like for you? Um, the hardest thing was, because uh, I didn't, I had just started learning how to use social media. Okay. So there was no Facebook. I wasn't around when, uh, when MySpace came out or anything right, like yeah. that. Smartphones I had to learn how to use. Yeah. So my best tool was word of mouth. Okay. Uh, I was trying to, I was trying to, like, like the last time we were discussing, over deliver. Yeah. So that's exactly what I was trying to do. I was trying to give them more than what they were expecting. Yeah. Give them the best results. Treat them well. Tough workouts, penitentiary workouts. There you go. Yeah. So. I mean, gotta get it every time. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So you know, I was coming in hard. Um, the new kid in the area, and I was just like, all right, cool. I have to, I have to, you know, I have to put it down. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was that was my best too, just word of mouth and okay. you know a little here and there on social media. Got you. Okay. So what was pretty much outside of social media, some of the other hurdles that you had to come across when starting up this fit result? Um, so I didn't have I didn't have money to open up my own shop. So okay. I had to uh, um, just grind it out until it got real cold. Okay. And then luckily I found a, a gym that that uh, caters to uh, uh, personal trainers that are freelancers. Okay. So I, I just rented out space and okay. uh, and from there I, it just it just began you know so during the cold winter winter uh, winter times mm-hmm. I was inside when it got warm I went I went right back outside but yeah. I think that was the biggest hurdle having to deal with somebody else's management gotcha. and mismanagement of, okay. the, of the place. Yeah. So, yeah. so well, speaking of management, what's what's pretty much your your management style since. I remember you saying that initially, you didn't like anyone looking over your shoulder, right? So is that how you approach with your staff now, or what's your process and with managing your your training that you have on, on staff? I try to be as insp- inspirational as possible. Okay. I show them how how, how to do it. Okay. How to grow. Yeah. What what people want, mm-hmm. what people don't like. Yeah. So I basically treat it as my sister was going to the gym. How would I want my sister treated? I want my sister treated like a queen. Okay. She comes in. She feels happy. Okay. She feels welcome. It doesn't matter how she looks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How much money she has, she's gonna be equally uh, respected like everybody else. It doesn't matter, you know, from what walk of, of life yeah. that they come from. Yeah. Everybody deserves that type of treatment, and that's exactly how we carried in the gym. Okay. So going from that one to two, building one business is enough, right? One location. But how were you able to get that second location? Like, what was that whole? situation like to build that out so uh that's a tricky question because mentally i was like man i'm ready i'm yeah, ready yeah. even though uh so my wife is in in, in business development she's okay. the one that helped me strategize okay and uh when i was starting out i was all over the place there you go yeah <laughs> so we all you are. <laughs> can't you can't do everything yeah you can't master that one thing that yeah. you really want to see that big vision right yeah. so you have to master that one so she helped me strategize. Town was like, man, you, yeah, I don't think you're ready to grow. I was like, I need to duplicate it. Yeah. I have a visual of growing. There you go. So I need to show that it's, it's we have the ability to yeah. duplicate it. Okay. So that and that's what did it. I just I, I just had to prove it to myself. Yeah. And I had staff that uh, that had been with me from when 
I was marketing just on social media. Yeah, that was yeah, it. I didn't yeah. know how to do an ad. Yeah. So luckily, one of them was was into advertising previously, oh, previously to to working with me. Yeah. And he was tired of working corporate world. So I'm like, come on. Yeah. So that was it. So speaking of duplicating, right? We know scalability in a company. That's what take you to the next level. Yeah. Uh, what was your strategy as it relates to like scaling up? Because I know we'll get into that too as well. But like the franchising model that you're putting together now, but what else was part of your strategy to like scale fit result? So yeah. you have to be able to be different. That's okay. the only way to be able to scale it all the way to the top. Okay. Because the competition's everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any business that that is not, you know, filled with competition everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so you have to different yourself from your surrounding right? Yeah. All the competition. What is it? Is it direct competition? Is it what are you offering that they don't offer? Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I started doing, I started giving back to the community. Mm, okay. That was the one thing. Okay. Uh, until it was just looking too obvious. Okay, why is he? Why does he keep raising funds for kids mm-hmm. whose parents are incarcerated? Mm. Why is he now giving to prison fellowship? Yeah. Angel Tree program. Gotcha. So the question started, and I just I had to come out and, okay. and let everybody know. But I was like years down the line. So uh, not only did I look different around the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, not only was I doing things different around the neighborhood, yeah. uh, not only was I treating people, you know, like, like they should be treated yeah. and staying competitive with the rates, yeah. but now I come on, I was like, damn, like this yeah. dude was like, right. this dude was, right. you know, straight from the, from yeah. the hood, right? The power of a story. Yeah. Before yeah. they, they didn't know about your past, you know, yeah. they didn't know that you were incarcerated. I know a lot of people, they kind of stray away from that. They don't want to talk about that for whatever reason. I get it. That's them. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Oftentimes, that could be that 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 story that can catapult you yeah. to the next level, you know. So that's what we do here at Escaping the Odds, you know. Uh, but yeah, though, that's that's definitely dope, man. I like that. Um, so once you kind of figured out, all right, I'm comfortable with my story. This is what I'm gonna do. Like, what was what was some of the next steps for you now? Because now it's like you you you're out, so to speak. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you can yeah, kind of sure. move like how you want to move. You ain't really caring about what a person say about you. So did that did it give you a sense of freedom or liberation? to be able to take it to the next step. Cause now when you're having potential meetings with clients or uh, investors, you can kind of maybe extract something from your past that you were kind of had from before yeah. and maybe use that. Yeah, 100%. I felt, uh, I did, I felt, I felt liberated. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was just trying to be this entrepreneur mm-hmm. that, you know, was, was, was a straight, straight arrow and people kind of knew something was, was right, off. Yeah. And so I had to portray something that right. wasn't in front of them. Right. There you and go. I was just like, kind of like withholding myself on who, who I really was. Right. Until finally, uh, more people started wanting to know about mm-hmm. me, more, you know, and started looking us up. Yeah. Um, I, I ain't gonna say that the business skyrocketed, yeah. but it helped understand who, who, the, you know, who, how, how fair right. results was formed. Yeah. how the business was created gotcha you know and then also to give people hope yeah you know because at some point i want to be able to help the whole inner city community like kids kids that look like me yeah kids that grew up in neighborhoods similar to mine right and give them hope and let them know that it's, it's possible yeah for sure man i love it man um as far as with this the whole franchise model why why that man, i mean I, I, so, I, other than the obvious you know you want to make we always want to make a, a, as much revenue as we can but uh why why go that route? Um, there's other things that I would like to get into, right? Okay. But uh, I think that in order for me to be able to get into other other markets and be comfortable and just let my money work for me. There you go. I think that for the simple fact that I cannot be everywhere. 
now I have to, you know, find people that are really trying to leave their corporate jobs. Mm-hmm. Somebody just got out the joint that left, left, you know, some duffel bags, you know, put up. Right, yeah. That's trying to make some money. Right. That's trying to create something. And I got a formula for them. Mm. You know, so that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to duplicate myself into them. So they can make some money. I don't have to be there and I'm still gonna make some money. Exactly. And, and you and you provide a viable product yeah. at the same time with services as well. Um, man, that's 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 remarkable, man. You're talking about franchising, you know, being one of those corporate offices that you worked <laughs> at initially when you came home, you know. Yeah, man. Um, so you said a formula, man. I know we talked about the proprietary stuff related to the formula. Is there anything you can kind of talk about with that formula? Um, it's just, it's just basically a personal formula that I use, okay. um, the interpersonal skills, okay. um, how to design a location, mm-hmm. uh, how to find the proper location, okay. figuring out your target market, who you're going to, who you're going to target. Cause you can't target everybody. Mm. Uh, and I, and I'm trying to be all over the place. Yeah. So helping them absolutely with everything. What, uh, from the everyday, uh, interactions as soon as they walk in through the door. Mm-hmm. To the uh, good job through the through the workout mm-hmm. after after the workout and doing stuff with them, gotcha. you know, it's not just about all right, you know, like all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna be clocking this money. Mm-hmm. It's just basically staying humble and all everything that I've done right. and how to how to duplicate it because uh, just like this, you could lose it. Yeah, you know, so we have to just remember that you know, and like everybody's just it can be just as stressed. Somebody can be just as in trouble as you were mm-hmm. or or you can be, right? Um, so we just have to, uh, you know, just, you know, be, be a rock to somebody else. You know? So, so basically coming up, create, creating a system. Yeah. That's what business that's is, right. is creating a system and having that franchise, you can, you can make the money and have a brand that's living beyond, yeah. beyond you separate yourself from that brand. Yeah. Yeah, um, so you hiring guys that's coming home from, from prison as well to be personal training? Cause you know, that's, that's, that's big. It's probably yeah. top five jobs guys want to do yeah, when they yeah, get out. Sure. Um, I've, I've tried, I've tried. Okay. I've, uh, I got cleared by the Bureau of Prisons to go speak in the halfway house. Okay. Uh, a couple guys uh, have came through. I put them through, you know, through the program. So yeah. just the way I am, I, I need you to, you know, to be, uh, to be super fluent on the cues, super yeah. good on the uh, eyeballing bad form and stuff like that, and helping people out. Uh, I think that the, that's the that's the biggest thing that, uh, you know, when we're in the joint, we're just working out, we're just yeah. going hard. We're that's not it. really focused on. You know, there's no, there's no mirrors and like, yeah, Lugo, you got to have your back flat. You right, got to yeah. bend your knees less. You're right. There's no mirrors. Yeah, they forgot no about that. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, wow. So you don't know what's yeah. going on, right? But when you come home. No selfies. You know, no, definitely none of that, right? Yeah, listen, I had to do that. The smartphones are new to me. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I think just uh, if there was a way to, uh, to set the system up and help mm-hmm. prior to leaving the system, I think that would be a win-win. Yeah. You know, cause uh, I'm, I'm, I have open doors for somebody that you know. Yeah. If I can teach them from far away, and that's what I'm working on now. Right. Uh, if I can teach them from from before they leave, mm-hmm. so by the time they come out, they come look me up. Boom, you got something there available you go, yeah. for you. Yeah. If you're going to Florida, uh, there might be a, a gym. You know, a gym yeah. they're set up already for you. You know, so that's I'm already for looking sure. at towards that. But it's just taking it one day at a time mm-hmm. and become a little bit better. Definitely, I like it, man. Um, there's a gym every mile, right? Especially in Chicago. Yeah. Everybody want to be fit, right? So you, you talked about differentiating yourself. How did you come up with like your pricing models? Because you wanted to stay competitive, yet at the same time, you wanted to kind of create a brand. You didn't want to kind of 
be one of those uh, gyms where it's like twenty dollars, you get everything, yeah, right? Yeah. Like how can you really make money off that, right? You know right. what I mean? I guess they have their model, but how did you come up with your model as far as pricing? Um, so I basically done. Um, I, I looked at all the competition, what, or what could be a direct competition, an indirect competition. Mm. What are we offering? And so, and I just went right in between. Okay. I went right in between. Um, so even if it it could be a little chilly outside, we're going outside. Okay. People want to work out, regardless if it's warm, if it's cold, right? Mm-hmm. We have some that don't that don't don't want to go outside if yeah. it's cold. At least now we have a roof over our head. Yeah. But before that was those were you know obstacles that I that I was running into. Right. Um, so just basically uh, being there no matter what, mm-hmm. polar vortex or not, I'm showing up. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you're paying this 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 money. I'm gonna be right there providing that service. It's no different than when it's super cold in Chicago and you're out there serving. There you go. You you're gonna be out there. Yeah, so. I, I love that's a, that's a great great analogy. You ain't yeah. gonna get to it. Um, so five years from now, man, I know with the franchising, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that. But what else, how, what does fit result look like? Five years from now? Yeah. A hundred of them. A hundred, okay. A hundred of them, yeah. Super fit financially. Hey, you know, yeah. it's sky's the limit. Yeah. You know, yeah. the minute we, uh, we, we limit ourselves, that's how high we're gonna go. For sure, yeah. Well, yeah. the locations, um, your Instagram and everything, and how they can pretty much get involved with Fit Result. I know you also do some philanthropy work yeah, yeah, uh, within the sure. city as well, so yeah. kind of you could touch on that too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, you guys can email us at info at fitresults.net. Find me at Lou the Trainer on uh, IG. Uh, go to the website, fitresults.net. Hit me up. We got all, all kind of opportunities. Uh, we don't shut doors to nobody. So if you want to get fit, if you, uh, if you have a nonprofit organization, we're here for you. Uh, we are a community that gives back to the community and, uh, you know, hope to hear from, from some of you guys if you're in the system. Keep your head up. Doors are open for you. We might have a door open for you wherever you're going to end up. Love it. Well, there you have it. Escaping the Odds podcast. You all can see this podcast. This is season three, uh, escapingtheodds.com, uh, Escaping the Odds Media on IG. Uh, we got the blog, we got resources, uh, pretty much we're a one-stop shop, got merchandise as well. So we like to say here, opportunities over penitentiaries, um, escaping the odds and switching hustles. So take care, talk to y'all. Peace.